0: Welcome to the Inspiring You Show, where we shine a light on healing whole health in our lives. We believe that in healing your story, you can transform your life. We are here to provide hope, tips, tools, resources, and a community so no one feels alone on this journey called life. I'm Henry, an intuitive empath, mindfulness meditation teacher, dowsing reiki master teacher, and energy healer. This, my friends, is a vibrational experience a remembering of the truth of who we are. The content is light encoded to assist you on your journey if you wish to receive for your highest good. Today's topic, clearing victim archetypes and we will be doing a dusting energy healing for this. And also just to let you know, this content was previously on my social media in terms of a, it was a video and I thought that This could actually be great audio content for the podcast as well because I know some of you um, only listen to the podcast and may not be on social media. So enjoy and please let me know if you have any questions or thoughts or anything you'd like to share in regards to this podcast or any other ones. Thanks so much for joining me. Here it is. hello everyone okay so i often get asked what books i am reading and currently i am reading a radical awakening by dr Shafali. this book is about your awakening it is an ode and an homage to your authentic self the self that is waiting to be birthed anew we all yearn to be free yet we all feel encaged in our daily lives consumed by fear and unworthiness What these pages promise you is a path out of the cage towards a new vision of yourself. That's what Dr. Shafali wrote. And just a little bit about Dr. Shafali: She received her doctorate in clinical psychology from Columbia University, specializing in the integration of Western psychology and Eastern philosophy. She brings together the best of both worlds for her clients. Okay, so she's also an expert in family dynamics and personal development, teaching courses around the globe. And she's also written some other books, and two of them include Landmark Books, The Conscious Parent and The Awakened Family. All right, so oftentimes when I'm reading a book, I'm reading it, but I'm also looking for more tools, you know, and so one of the things I do is look for tools and things that I can utilize and integrate with Dowsing Energy Healing. So as I've been listening, I've been listening to this book, so as I've been listening to this book, I have heard several things where I'm like, oh, this is something that I can utilize, you know, with dusting energy healing. I can use the pendulum to support clearing and I get really excited because this is something, an aspect that I can work on in terms of clearing the human to allow then more light to come in and to support my vibrational frequency to hopefully uplift. So I talk to my clients all the time about this, about how you can utilize what you're reading to then do energy healing work. And I do actually, in my personal practice, with, uh, in my private practice with clients, I do actually work with a lot of therapists as well. And so I do know that um, therapy and energy healing, you know, they just work really well together And so today, I'm going to utilize Dr. Shefali's book and um, one of her chapters, and we're going to do a dusting energy, clearing, and healing. And if you'd like to receive this, you simply have to set the intent saying, yes, I'd like to receive it for my highest good. And so it will be. Okay, so we are going to work on, it's part two in her book, and it's confronting the shadow and chapter seven so i'm going to read you what it is and this is actually we're going to be doing archetype work where we're going to be clearing an archetype so she calls it something different but in terms of the language it's similar in terms of meaning so chapter seven the many faces of the ego the reflection in the mirror is often not a pretty sight the crevices and cracks beneath the mask are too vi- vivid to ignore. We tried to bring others into the scene to diffuse the glare while the fissures keep getting more ebullient until finally both the image of the mirror and the mirror itself cracks. So that's the top quote on the page and now we're going to move into the chapter. Gear shift ahead. Now that we've explored how our fear rules us in part one, We're now ready to see how we adapt to these fears. To keep fears at bay, we don masks of the ego. These have helped us adapt and survive childhood. As we grow up, these faces of the ego become our second skin. After several decades, we wear the masks so well, it's hard to tell what's false and what's true. It's only after we become aware of the masks and let them go that we can begin to shift our patterns so in this case she's saying mass but I would say in the dowsing work we we call it oftentimes archetypes or even programs and then within the programs there's patterns okay so the ego will not be dismantled until we begin walking toward wholeness our internal holes need to be replaced by a sense of wholeness which is a feature of our authentic self The task isn't to kill the ego, it's to heal the inner spaces where our true self failed to develop. Okay, so I would just say, side note on that, in the work that, the energy healing work that um, we do, oftentimes um, it's not about the true self actually failing, it's in terms of the human, there may be programs based on maternal paternal lineages or cultural aspects that are needing a clearing so that way then the light of the true self, the authentic self can come in so then there can be a shift in terms of vibrational frequency upward. So, and that's just clarification in terms of just differences in language and um, just how, um, just meaning in different things. Okay, so it goes on to say, Although interchangeable, each of the faces of the ego has specific qualities we can learn about so that we recognize them in our lives. One facade can show up in one type of relationship while a different situation calls forth another. When I describe the qualities of these facades, I'm seeking to understand how our psychology operates and sets up our external dynamics. Everyone can have an opinion about their own or someone else's behavior. Isn't that the truth? but it's only when we understand the root of the behavior that we, begin, we can begin to connect to ourselves and another. Definitely. True understanding brings about deep empathy. I would also say to compassion as well. The following chapters allow you, the reader, to identify yourself in its themes and scripts. You may find yourself identifying with several of them all at the same time. This is natural. As you do, Keep the spotlight turned inward, asking yourself, how do I use masks to obtain validation in my life? Or you could also say, how do I use archetypes? Or it could be programs to obtain validation in my life. Whatever language resonates with you, um, sometimes different words resonate with different people. How does my unworthiness directly employ these egoic strategies? As you begin to reflect, you will not only better understand yourself, but also others in your life. So when she's also talking about um, the identifying them, identifying um, a mindfulness meditation strategy of RAIN, recognize, allow, investigate, nurture, can also support you in terms of identifying and moving you through the process of understanding more what could be at the core or the root. Just to kind of give another tool. Okay, so let's get into it now. So the first um, the first one that is going to be spotlighted, if you will, um, for mask, the first mask, as she calls it, or the first archetype or the first program, is the givers. the victim, the martyr, the savior, and the bleeding empath. Anyone? <laughs> So the facade of the giver is one of the most common defenses our ego employs to triage good girls when they are in despair. When the good girl fears rejection and abandonment, she immediately deploys this facade, placing a mask on her inner truth. She forsakes it in order to sacrifice herself for another's comfort. I'll say that that has been me in the past. Yes. Uh, When I read this, I was like, oh, hello. (laughs) This facade shows up in women who tend to be sensitive and and empathic. empathic. Me. Their inherent blueprint is to give of themselves. Shrinking and dimming themselves for others comes naturally. When threatened in any way, they go to this default and exaggerate their foundational blueprint. This gets injected with steroids when fear enters the picture. Givers are typically codependent, meaning they are highly dependent on another's validation. In fact, one could go so far as to say that their entire self sense of self depends on it, so much so that without this, they feel as if they don't exist. I would say um, there are variations on that and that um, just using discernment about what actually um what actually may pertain to you and what may not, and if it doesn't, it just doesn't. Um, so you just don't want to let it. In terms of imprinting, uh, okay. And then following are several of the masks the givers, the giver wears. Identifying with any of their aspects may help you be aware of how these constellations show up in your life, so that that so that you can transcend them during moments of internal strife. And that's really what it's all about. Is becoming aware and then through the awareness is the transcending them. Or in this case, in the energy healing work, it's really about transforming and transmuting the energy because it's basically these programs or these archetypes are these dense energy that's become like this in the human that then gets activated and triggered. And so essentially it, you want it to be cleared so that way you can elevate to a higher vibrational frequency and call in a different aspect if you choose so and that's where then setting your intentions and going into the co-creation flow and becoming freed from these aspects of programming so we're going to start off with the victim that's going to be the first archetype and she actually gives an example so i'm going to read what she says Marilyn age 53 came to me when she was undergoing a perilous perilous in her growth. She wanted to quit her dead end job, but didn't know how to move forward. She, need, she knew she needed to advocate for herself, either to get a better position or to look for something new. I offered Marilyn many options for change, including becoming more confident in asking for a raise. We even practiced what she would say to her boss. We made timelines, schedules, and deadlines. Even after four months of consistent therapy, there was no growth. She had many justifications for why she couldn't create change. No matter what solution we came up with, she invariably found a way to sabotage it. As her therapist, I remember feeling defeated. Was something wrong with my approach? When it was time for her session, I began to feel sorry for myself. Then it dawned on me. I realized that I was feeling what she was feeling. Sorry for myself. Marilyn was playing the classic victim. I began to replay her pattern for her. I showed her that no matter how clear the path out, no matter how clear the path out of her situation might be, she always had an excuse. She would tell herself, I just had bad luck with these things. They never go, they never go well for me. I don't know if I can do this, or she might say, I tried to look for another job, but every time I speak to the HR departments, the people there are always so rushed. They don't seem to care about my resume. It's like I don't matter to them. Marilyn's body language was that, was that of someone 10 years older. She always looked harried and complained constantly. If it wasn't for her work, it was her unsupportive husband or her demanding mother. Everything, Everyone and everything was at fault but her. Once I caught on to her ego's facade, I confronted her with it. To say she was resistant is an understatement. She was downright infuriated. You think I'm I'm just making these things up? You're just like everyone else, just like my husband who doesn't even want to help me anymore. Now neither do you. I knew you wouldn't turn, I knew you would turn out like everyone else. It was only because of my insight into how her ego was baiting me that I refused to bite. I stayed patient and compassionate reflecting back to her each of her defenses. Marilyn's floodgates finally burst. I hate my job. I hate my marriage. I'm miserable and don't know how I got here. I'm trying so hard to keep things afloat but everything is falling apart. She was finally speaking straight to the gaps within her. Her despair was now stronger than her ego's defenses." Okay so in my world that would mean then the breakdown for breakthrough where you're finally letting go and surrendering. And once you're really surrendering that aspect of the grasping energy, that's when when you surrender and let go. That's when you're into the trust where you can allow then in terms of the higher solution to come in because you're releasing that grasping. Okay, it goes on to say, I was able to gently show her how her ego had set all of this up so that she could play the victim, I asked. So as I'm doing these questions, this is also for you to see if any of this resonates with you. And if so, then during the clearing part, and if you wish to receive the clearing, you just have to say, yes, I wanna receive it. Then when you're having that recognition and that realization that we then, when it's coming to the surface, we then can support and ask that it can be cleared for the highest good. Okay, so here's the questions. Do you feel as if you are the poor one in your life and work? Do you feel as if people take advantage of you? Do you feel sorry for yourself and wish things were different? Do you feel as if you are right and they are wrong? Do you feel insulted and belittled by others? Do you expect things from others that don't come to fruition? Do you feel as if you are an innocent target for others wrath? Do you share your woes with others expecting sympathy and then feel upset when you don't get it? Do you feel if others were different then you would be different? So goes on to say, when she answered each of my questions in the affirmative, I share that this is typically the pattern of those who see themselves as victims. The pattern is place put in place in childhood as a way of keeping over ourselves small so I would say that in terms of it can be a program of victim then there's patterning of in terms of being a victim and that yes it can be in terms of childhood but it also can be in terms of maternal and paternal lineages that it was handed down and that's where in terms of um like some of the DNA work and things like that of clearing it and then also it could be you know past lives and then connecting into the present life as well which is why we just clear in terms of the multi-dimensional aspect of it for self okay so then it goes on we explored how marilyn might have absorbed this pattern i didn't even need to explore too deeply before she explained before she exclaimed my mother she is the eternal victim she's always the wronged one i grew up feeling guilty for her pain Having learned from her mother that blaming the world and being stuck in a "woe is me pattern was a way to cope, she was unconsciously repeating this to remain stagnant. And when she's saying unconsciously too, that's why in energy healing we always work to like clear any unconscious aspects as well as in terms of any subconscious blocks because you may be in a pattern and you might not even be consciously aware of it. Okay, so then she goes on to say, there are millions of women like Marilyn, our victim consciousness keeps us mared in the lesser than position where we endlessly wait for all for the other to change or someone to rescue us. So that way we can be free. The irony is that nothing is ever good enough. We are so unaccustomed to joy that we are resistant to it, even when it stares us in the face. So hard, hardwired, so hardwired are we to expect despair that we automatically assume the worst, thereby, thereby fulfilling our pros- prophecy, pro- prophecy that nothing good will ever happen to us. This victim consciousness is a tricky thing and hard to shatter. It offers the perfect refuge from our fear of not being worthy or loved. Victims stay stuck in this mindset so they don't have to be accountable for how their lives have worked out. They are afraid to change because of even the slightest possibility that things won't go well. Before we move forward, I must clarify that there is indeed such a thing as a victim. For example, one can be a victim of rape or brutality or racism. This is not what I'm alluding to here at all. I'm speaking to a victim consciousness where we stay married In a way of thinking that locks us in the lesser than position. Here, no matter what our present reality, we harbor a persistent sense of feeling attacked or done to by another. A victim consciousness is more a mentality than a position one is put in through an act of emotional or physical violence. So that's just kind of just good to understand too. Beginning with her boss, Marilyn saw how she was using others to play out her internal script and this is where when we talk about story like what is the story narrative and in a sense like what is your script what is your internal script that you're playing out with others she took off her blinders which allowed her to now see him as a human with limitations like herself once which once you see with compassion that's when you can take the lens off like when you're taking the lens off of seeing it from a space of victim or a suffering, and then you put in the lens of compassion, you see it completely different. Once she released the role, her role of being done to, she was able to request a raise and a new job description. When we play the victim, we may hear our self-righteous tone and a feel a sense of helplessness. Thoughts? I think that's really important too, just to understand like in the human, that when we hear our self-righteous tone and and feel a sense of helplessness. And oftentimes too, it could feel like powerlessness. Thoughts abound such as, I cannot believe this happened to me. After all I sacrificed and gave up, I could never imagine I would be treated in this manner. A victim is always the poor one. She's always being taken advantage by someone. In order to transform out of a victim consciousness, we need to take hold of the reins and advocate for ourselves. Feelings of blame and helplessness need to be transformed into action. Each day that a victim awakens with a renewed sense of purpose and direction, she takes one small step towards change. I would say yes, that is yes and no. Because in energy healing, when you're clearing um, the programs or the archetypes, you know, or the masks in this case that she's talking about. When the energy is clearing, um, oftentimes then you're elevated to a different state of consciousness, which then allows you a freedom and a choice. And then you're cultivating then, you know, in terms of what is I want now in terms of attending in my life. So you get to choose in a different way and you can feel freed then from Potentially that victim programming and being more in harmony and alignment to have your authentic self come in and so you're in flow more. Okay, so then it goes on to say, when the victim wakes up to, to the fact that no one placed her in the position of disadvantage and that it was her subconscious choice, she may at first feel disillusioned. To realize that you yourself are the cause of your own poor me status is sobering encounter with reality. To discover your presumption that you had no choice is a total fallacy is disorienting. You might feel as if your entire world is crumbling. So I'll say about that, you know, I mean, when you're caught up in subconscious programs, oftentimes in reality, you... you, you you're in the non-remembrance so you don't really understand that there is a freedom there is free will there is choice you really feel like you're encaged and you're caught in this kind of suffering pattern of um of not having a choice and that's where the program the energy of the program the grasping or the mask if you will the archetype is sort of just taking over in your physical body in your human but once you clear that you then understand like oh I do have a freedom. Yet the first step is though in terms of waking up to the fact that you do have free will and that you have a choice even though you may feel like when you're triggered you don't have a choice ultimately you have free will so you do have a choice and that you can then ask for the clearing to be released. But the first step is though is that part of awareness of accepting responsibility for, in terms of the human self and knowing like, okay. And then that next part is part of like, you know, once you acknowledge and recognize, which is part of the RAIN in terms of recognizing, um, and then allowing, and then investigate and nurturing. Once you do all those steps, you can then shift and clear and allow yourself to elevate. Okay. so. Let's see Um, and then the next part is as you realize that you always have a choice about how you show up you move away from silently suffering in victim consciousness to then being able to really be able to self advocate and that is true you're in a more of a sense of freedom you begin to choose empowerment over subservience slowly leaving behind those who were addicted to your self suppression. If you are able to brave your your way through this fiery transition, your victim consciousness will become victor consciousness, unlocking the invisible shackles that have bound you in your entire life. I really like that, the shifting, seeing the shift from victim consciousness to victor consciousness. I really like that wording. Okay, so that is what we're going to do now is we're going to clear parts of that. So, if you'd like to receive the healing and clearing, all you have to do is simply say, Yes, I would like to for my highest good. So, first off, we're going to start with. I'll show where it is. Hold on. Where did it go? All right, well, I don't need it. Apparently, I don't need it. Don't need that aspect then. Okay, so let's get going. All right, so close your eyes. And I got my pendulum. Close your eyes, take a couple of deep breaths in and out. Take another deep breath in and out. And the first thing that we're gonna do is put on the Living multi-dimensional Filter of Love and Light with Triple Light Protection. So, okay, we're going to ask Spirit World, Spirit guides, Spirit Doctor Team, Spirit Legal Team, Divine Beings, here for our highest good. And if this language doesn't resonate with you, that's okay. You can simply make the word changes to yourself, anything. It's all about what works for you for your highest good. Okay, so spirit, world, spirit, guys, spirit, doctor, team, spirit, divine beings, here for us, good. I ask that you take any and all help necessary to create a living multi-dimensional filter of love and light, triple-A protection in and around me, my home space, my relationships, my business, my dog, my maternal personal lineages, in and around anyone who would like to receive this healing and clearing today for their highest good in around each person their home space their relationships their business maternal and lineages in around in around any pets a filter that filters out anything harmful negative non-beneficial and deflects it direct back to source of all love and light a filter that only lets through is beneficial for in harmony with a filter that evolves in just any situation all circumstances the highest quality possible, possible for everyone in gratitude thank you okay the filter is being put on. And remember, in terms of energy healing, it always respects free will, whether it's dowsing or Reiki. And you have, in terms of your being, it is your word. It is your word that, is, that says the yes, I wanna receive it or no. And in this, it's always for the highest good. Okay, it's still going. It's still going. Okay, all right, slowing down. So the next part we are gonna do if you do dowsing, um, which I know some of you have learned with me, I have taught you. We're going to do the clearing archetypes, or in this case where she says um, clearing in terms of however you wanna look at them. Archetypes or roles or or faces that you put on or masks that you put on. And so we're gonna ask spirit world, spirit guide, spirit doctor team, spirit legal team, divine beings, hair fry is good. We are utilizing the radical awakening by Dr. Shafali. And we are utilizing the confronting the shadow and the chapter seven the many faces of ego specifically we're using the we are utilizing the archetype of the giver and for this we are focusing in on the victim and so we are asking spirit world Spirit guys for dr. team spirit legal team knowing beings here for us good we ask that you clear the archetype of the mask of the givers the victim the martyr, the savior, the bleeding empath, specifically the victim is what we're focusing on. We ask that you clear any fear programs, anxiety programs as well, any patterns, and clear the masks of that's anything that's non-beneficial in terms of the giver, and also clear victim programming, victim consciousness, Anything non-beneficial in terms of patterns and programs with the victim, as well as clearing move in terms of the masks of anything non-beneficial with the giver or the victim. Clan remove, clan remove, clan remove. Clear remove any aspects in terms of that's been blocking the authentic self to come in to the human. Clan remove. In terms of Anything else that's non-beneficial, that can be cleared, ask that you clear it. And clearing up in terms of the giver, anything that's non-beneficial or common defenses of the ego that's employed to triage with the good girl when they're in despair, clean and remove this pattern in programming. Clear and remove the pattern and the programming and also the archetype and the mask of when the girl fears rejection and abandonment, she immediately deploys this facade. Clear and remove, placing the mask on her inner truth. Clear and remove, this pattern, programming, mask, archetype. She forsakes it in order to sacrifice herself for another's comfort. Clear and remove, clear and remove, clear and remove, clear and remove, clear and remove. Clan remove, and also and remove shrinking, dimming, dimming themselves for others, dimming your light, clearing remove the patterns, the programs, the archetypes, the masks, the defense mechanisms. Clan remove, clan remove, and and remove any non-beneficial aspect in terms of the givers, in terms of anything non-beneficial with codependency programs, patterns masks, archetypes, specifically in terms of being highly dependent on others' validation, going as far as saying, to say that their entire sense of self depends on it, so much so that without it, they don't feel like they exist, clear and remove it, and clear remove the other mask the giver wears, in terms of identifying with any other aspects a non-beneficial clan remove it clear anything that's blocking the ability to allow to transcend in terms of elevate to a higher level of consciousness clan remove Clear, remove anything that's non-beneficial clan remove in terms of any kind of programming or patterning where justifications or defense mechanisms that would cause that would block the ability to create change. Create, clear sa- clearing, remove it, clear remove it, clear, clear move, remove clear remove remove sabotage, programming, patterns, implants, devices, clear move remove it. Clear remove also in terms of anything with the sabotage relating to that's non-beneficial with the giver, the victim or defense. Mechanism clearing the patterns as well, clearing any in terms of like making excuses and programming or patterning, clear and remove it. Clear and remove in terms of if anybody's caught in, like in the book, with the person that Dr. Shafali u- utilizes as an example, being harried or complaining constantly. If anybody's caught in those patterns or programming, clear and remove. Clan remove, or feel like they have they're not supported by family and friends. Clan remove any separation programming. Clan remove, and if there's anything in terms of when Dr. Shavali is talking about the ego's facade that's blocking awareness, ask you to clan remove. Clan remove. Clan remove. remove. Clan remove anything that's blocking awareness consciousness, self-realizations. And also in terms of the questions that Dr. Shafali asked, if anybody could relate to them in terms of playing victim with the, do you feel as if you're the poor one in your life and work? Do you feel as if people take advantage of you? Do you feel sorry for yourself and wish things were different? Do you feel as if you were right and they're wrong? Do you feel insulted, belittled by others? Do you expect things from others that don't come to fruition do you feel as if you're innocent target for others wrath do you feel do you share your woes with others expecting sympathy and then feel upset when you don't get it do you feel as if others were different than you would be then you'd be different if anybody resonated to those questions ask you clear and remove the archetype the the role the face the patterns the programs the limited beliefs any, any non-beneficial thought forms clear and remove any subconscious programs clear and remove and asking also to clear and remove. in terms of any of the filters or the if there's a non-beneficial lens in which seeing clear and remove it so that way a beneficial lens clear remove anything that's non-beneficial and clearing of any of the patterns, programs, implants, and devices, as well as in terms of any shocks, and if anything's triggering, or if there's any also programming of PTSD or triggering from this, clan remove, clan remove, clan remove, and clan remove in terms of if it's linked to any family maternal tonal lineage or family member as in this chapter with Dr. Shafali saying that her client connected it connected the story dots of the pattern to her own mother if anybody is connecting it in their own life to a person ask that you then clear all the non-beneficial psychic cords and all the non-beneficial re- relationship residues and present life, past life and lives, as well as all the way in terms of the maternal paternal lineages, as well as in terms of with in this example with the client with Marilyn, how that she absorbed this pattern from her mother. If anybody else relates to this, clan remove, ask clan remove for the highest good. And then clan remove in terms of if there's any as the client said, eternal victim, clan remove it. The one who's always wronged and if anybody has grown up feeling guilty for someone else's pain claim and remove that pattern program archetype limited belief any of the thought forms that are non-beneficial associated with it and if anybody had their human has learned From that person, that blaming the world and being stuck in a woe is me pattern was a way to cope while unconsciously repeating this to remain stagnant. Clan, remove it. And Clan, remove in terms of stagnant, feeling of stagnancy, programs of stagnancy, feeling stuck. Clan, remove it. Clan, remove it. Clan, remove it. Clan, remove it. And Clan, remove any other victim consciousness that's kind of kept anyone in lesser than position. While endlessly waiting for another to change or someone to rescue, so that way you could be free. Clan, remove any feelings of any non beneficial energies, free conservation patterns in terms of nothing is ever good enough. And if there's any patterns, programs, or that's non beneficial, clan, remove it. And also in terms of if there's any patterns programs in terms of unaccustomed to joy that could be resistant to it even when it stares us in the face. Clear and remove it. If there's any hard wiring to always expect despair, I'm also gonna add fear and anxiety that automatically assume the worst thereby thereby, 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 thereby then nothing of goodwill ever happens. Clear and move, if anybody resonates with this, clear and remove this pattern programs Limited belief. Claire remove it, Clary remove it. Claire remove it. Claire remove it. Claring move in terms of victims staying stuck in the mindset. Claring remove it, Clary remove it. And Cla move in terms of there's anything blocking the ability for then people to be able to be accountable for their having their lives be in co-creation with effortless flow. And clearing if anybody feels afraid to change because of even the slightest possibility that things won't go well. Clan, remove it. Clan, remove it. Clan, remove it. And clearing any other victim consciousness. And clearing any in terms of playing victim, as well as in terms of if there's any patterns or programs. Or in this case, when she's saying. Faces or any of the ego defenses, defenses in terms of self righteousness or self righteous tone or feeling helplessness. I will also add powerlessness. Clan remove, clan remove. Does any other self sacrifice in here? Clan remove self sacrifice programming pattern. Clan remove it. And any other like limited beliefs or pattern programming with a victim always the poor one, always being taken advantage by someone. Clan remove it. Clear and remove any other feelings of blame and helplessness and powerlessness. Clear and remove any other, anything else that's blocking. And any other, if there's any other patterns or programs of in the position of disadvantage or feeling disillusioned, clear and remove it, clear and remove it. And clear of any of that poor me status. Clear of anything that's blocking. The ability to understand free will and choice. Claim of any other silent suffering in terms of victim consciousness. Claim anything blocking the ability to self advocate. Claim of anything blocking empowerment. Claim of all subservience, subservient energies, as well as any other entanglements in terms of being subservient and subservience. Claim of it, claim of it, claim of it. Claim of any other self suppression or any addiction to self-suppression, and I'll also add oppression, repression, clear and remove it. Clear anything blocking the ability to be brave and courageous. Clear any other victim consciousness and clear and remove and unlock all the invisible shackles that have bound anyone in their entire lives. And clear any other victim consciousness to allow the victor consciousness. And clear and remove any other negative non-beneficial energies. I'm also going to add clear and remove all non-beneficial and negative energies free conservation patterns, programs, all timeline programs and remove all non-beneficial impact of family lines, non impact of family lines, non impact, impact of mother's family lines, non impact of father's family lines. Also clearing non impact of relationship to mother, father, siblings, partners, children, grandparents, others, Bosses, work associates, colleagues, and you can fill in the blanks as well. And spirit, world, spirit, guys, spirit, doctor, team, spirit, leader, and being service, any other negative, non beneficial energies, frequency, vibration, patterns, programs, all time, programs everything they've created, co created, all planes, all dimensions, past lives. Previous past lives, we ask you to banish spirit, deckless, come with frequency, neutralize, and utilize, and pass 124. Everyone who wishes to receive this healing and clearing for their highest good and just possible in gratitude. Okay, just gonna take a moment right now to continue and allow the healing and clearing happen. So continue having your eyes closed, breathing in, life force energy in, breathing out and no longer serves you on that out breath, setting the intention Shifting from your head to your heart and setting the intention. I'm willing to be willing to be healed. I'm willing to let go. To allow myself to receive the healing and clearing for the highest good. And then setting the intention of what you want to shift into. What you want. And so Dr. Shafali says victim consciousness to to victor consciousness. So if that resonates with you, then set the intention that I'm... I'm releasing being in victim consciousness to shift into victor consciousness, all for the highest good. Because whatever you're releasing, you want to then set forth for what you're calling in in terms of co creation, all in the highest good. Okay, it's still clearing. Still clearing. It's almost done. It is almost finished. Almost finished. It was going really fast. All right, so now it's gonna immediately go clockwise. See, so I don't even have to move it; it just goes on its own because it's gonna start now, the clockwise. So we're gonna finish up now. All right, so take another deep breath in and out. And spirit world, spirit guys, spirit doctor team, spirit legal team, divine beings, hair prize, good. Ask that you heal all the trauma, close all the cracks. Bring back anything else that belongs to anybody who wished to receive this for the highest good. Bring it back from our B. Bring it back to the ideal energy, frequency vibration. Bring it, back, bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring back to the ideal energy, frequency vibration. To reintegrate, transformed and transmuted. Bring it back. Transformed and transmuted. Bring it back. Transformed and transmuted. Ideal, Manage. ideal, place, space, time through the power of love and light for the highest good and digital, possible for each person wanted to receive this healing and clearing for the highest good. And also asking that you strengthen the living multi-dimensional filter of love and light, triple light protection in and around each person. And also if you can shift them from 3D to 5D or higher for their highest good, asking that more light come into physical form in gratitude. And also ask that the integration with the light and physical form, with the higher self or soul in connection to the human is effortless and smooth with ease and grace for the highest good. And also calling in beneficial energies of peace, love, joy, compassion, groundedness, alignment, calm, loving kindness, abundance, all for the highest good. And also strengthening the connection in terms of self, the authentic self, the higher self, all for the highest good and gratitude. Okay, it's finishing up. Okay, all right. So uh, that was the healing and clearing, and that is how you can utilize a book with your energy healing um if you're doing whether you're doing dowsing or reiki um, with the pendulum you know it's it's a little bit different than with reiki but with reiki you could still you could write it all down and then or you could even read this and if it resonates in terms of what she's saying then you can utilize um reiki to support clearing and then again it's what you want to call in so whatever you're clearing what are you calling in That is the key, my friends. All right, so that is it. Um, If you did participate, I would love to hear from you. So feel free to uh, direct message me. And yes, have a beautiful day. Much love, light, everyone. Bye.